Hello and welcome to another podcast. My name is Andrew Wetzel. I'm a full-time agent with Long & Foster. I'm also a realtor, an associate broker, an ethics instructor, and a mediator. I've been moving sellers and buyers since 1996. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Today's title is Why I Enjoy Being a Realtor. After working in retail for a number of years, I decided to make a change. Like many, I was fascinated with real estate and made plans to get my license. I did three things to prepare myself for the adjustment. First, I started reading books about sales and then about real estate. I read 12 books on sales and then four about working in real estate. I stopped when the books got redundant and I felt that I knew enough to move forward. The second thing I did was select four different real estate companies to contact and interview. I found two of them interesting even though I was not yet ready to make a commitment. The third step was time-consuming but critical. I wanted to try a sales position to make sure it was something I could enjoy before pursuing a career in real estate. While many of us think it is too easy to get licensed, it does require investments in time and money, so I wanted to be prepared. After becoming comfortable with sales, I was ready to commit to a real estate company. The rest is history. I took an extra step and became a realtor, which means that I belong to local, state, and national realtor associations, and I subscribe to a formal code of ethics. I've also taken many courses and earned several designations and certifications to improve my knowledge so that I can better represent my clients. You can find information about my designation certifications and what it took to earn them on my website, andrewwetzel.com. In my role, I consider myself an advisor rather than a salesperson. As an associate broker, I am allowed to call myself that, whereas a basic licensee is not. I work for sellers and for buyers, advising them and helping them reach their goals. I view our relationship as a partnership, although they get to make the decisions. Like many, I had a mixed perception of salespeople and did not want to use persuasion to convince people to do things that were not in their own best interests so that I could earn a living. Sadly, I see many people in different sales positions whose only goal seems to be to make money. This can be especially problematic in real estate given the costs involved and the impact on people's financial situations. As a seller's agent, I've enjoyed helping sellers move on in their life, many times helping sellers who had tried and failed to sell with one or more other agents. Listing contracts typically expire as a result of overpricing and or poor marketing. People move for a variety of reasons, and they need to determine whether the selling price or the length of time before selling is more important to them. I have helped sellers who wanted larger or smaller homes, wanted a better neighborhood or school district for their children, were tired of dealing with tenants, who were selling estates of family members, as well as many other reasons. I can assist a seller with the preparation generally required before we market a home and make it available for showings and offers. There are many more details along the way than most sellers realize, just as there are a variety of reasons for selling. All agents are not the same. As a buyer agent, I have helped many purchase their first home, their next home, or an investment property. This can be very interesting if they're selling one property to buy another. I enjoy showing people houses where they can begin a new chapter in their life or continue along their path. Having children involved can make it more fun. There are times when their children do not want to move, and there are times when seeing children excited about their new adventure makes the process very fulfilling. When people buy a home, they are buying a lifestyle, making it a very important decision.
Helping clients these days is more complicated than it was during my first few years. The internet has changed things and it often adds confusion to the process. It helps sellers by exposing their properties to the public and allows buyers to shop online for houses to consider. It can be a great tool, but it has its limitations, primarily for buyers. Many buyers start the process by searching online to identify houses to consider buying. That can be fun, but it can lead to their paying less attention to the preparation required to being in a position to make a formal offer to a seller. Some buyers start by contacting a number of listing agents and looking at a number of properties. Many can get overwhelmed. Choices are great, but they can cause confusion. A serious buyer needs to position themselves to be able to make a formal offer to a seller. This is especially true in a competitive market. Timing can be everything. A buyer needs to get pre-qualified with a reputable lender to arrive at a price range for them to consider. They need to determine their wants and needs, including location, and they need to hire an agent. Their plans will likely evolve, but there should be a starting point. If their market is competitive, any delay in preparing to make an offer could pose a problem. Some buyers will find themselves unable to obtain financing they need to make a purchase. Others may need to do some work before getting financed. If they find out either of these after falling in love with the house, that can be devastating, not to mention being a waste of their time. Even if there is only a slight delay in getting financing, that delay may allow a competing buyer to close an offer even before they are in a position to make an offer that a seller will respond to. My best advice is to get pre-qualified and hire an exclusive agent before spending too much time shopping. I also tell my clients that it may be best to ignore most of what you read online as much of the information is very general in nature and may have little relevance to any individual house search. As with retail, I enjoy interacting with people and helping them navigate an endless variety of circumstances. Unlike retail, selling real estate requires a longer interaction. We establish deeper relationships with our clients than with a retail customer. That being said, too many confuse the two types of purchases. Buying real estate is not a retail transaction. Even if financing is not needed, a real estate purchase may take a few weeks and will generally include a number of contingencies that must be met to keep the process moving forward. There are typically several points where either party may change their mind. I believe that despite the influence of the internet, or perhaps because of it, our role is more important than ever. A professional, ethical, and knowledgeable real estate agent was always expected to educate their consumer. Today, I find that I often have to uneducate them as far as showing them that what they think they know may not be accurate and could be holding them back. So much of the information the public relies on is incomplete or wrong. While they may have access to data and information, I can provide knowledge and insight. This does not always sit well with our clients. I have seen a lot over the years. In addition to working for sellers and buyers, I also teach other realtors. I mediate disputes between agents or between buyers and sellers, and I sit on hearing panels making decisions about possible violations of our Realtor Code of Ethics. You cannot make up the things I've seen. I've been protecting and promoting the best interests of my clients since 1996 and always tell people that when you're planning to buy or sell real estate, there is no time for inexperience, empty promises, or false expectations. Remember, hire wisely, we are not all the same.
As always, thank you very much for listening.